The 90s brought on a commercial boom in country music. Artists could release an album and it would instantly turn to gold. In this episode, I'm talking about the best-selling debut albums from country artists in the 90s. Welcome to the Country Music Road Trip Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. You can listen to me weekdays on 101 Country WBDC. This episode focuses on country artists who released their first major label record in the 90s. Do you think you know who has the best-selling debut record from the 90s? Keep listening to find out. In the early 90s, Billy Dean, Pam Tillis, Aaron Tippin, Tracy Bird, Hal Ketchum, they were all a part of this new wave of country artists coming through, and radio was transitioning into these hot new country formats. All of those artists I just mentioned, they each earned a gold album for sales of 500,000. Moving into the mid-90s, that's when we saw record labels signing many what they called hat acts. Every label was looking for the next Garth, and during that young country phase, Doug Supernall, Rick Trevino, Ty Herndon, Gary Allen, Wade Hayes, they all went gold with their first projects. And it did seem like females were harder to break in the 90s, but Jody Messina, who scored two top 10 hits with their self-titled release, she scored a gold album. And then also towards the late 90s, we saw Michael Peterson, Ricochet, Andy Griggs, The Wilkinsons, and Paul Brandt, who also went gold. The Platinum Club was a little bit bigger. You had Mark Chestnut, Diamond Rio, Toby Keith, Sammy Kershaw, Tracy Lawrence, Colin Ray, and Doug Stone. They all reached that milestone in the early 90s. Artists like Terry Clark, David Lee Murphy, Clay Walker, John Barry and Lone Star, they would hit 1 million in sales around the mid-90s. And country music, it was seeing a rise in younger artists. Lila McCann and Brian White each scored a platinum record with their first album. Around 1997, Leanne Womack, Trace Atkins, and Kevin Sharp were huge players at radio, and that translated into major sales and platinum certification. And as the 90s closed, Daisy went platinum. Brad Paisley and Keith Urban, they released their first albums in 1999, and while the majority of the success would come around Around 2000 and 2001 for those albums, they did go platinum as well. Shania Twain's 1993 debut album, it didn't do as well when it was released at that time, but due to the enormous success of follow-up albums, it eventually passed 1 million. That brings us to the Multi-Platinum Award. A platinum album was a major accomplishment, but to go multi-platinum in country music, it was kind of rare. Big stars like Willie Nelson, Waylon, Ronnie Millsap, and Ann Murray, they could pull those numbers in the 70s and 80s, but it wasn't until the 90s when country music became the most popular format at radio. Alan Jackson and Travis Tritt were a part of the class of 89, along with Garth and Clint Black, who released their albums in 1989. And although Alan's first single, Blue-Blooded Woman, tanked on radio, his next 27 songs would all become top 10 hits. Most of those would go to number one. That led his debut album, Here in the Real World, to double platinum success. Travis Tritt would do the same thing with his Country Club album. The state of Georgia was producing a lot of talent like Alan and Travis, and soon, another newcomer from Georgia would become the first country artist to hit number one with her very first single. Trisha Yearwood's self-titled album contained her hit, She's in Love with the Boy, which was recently named the most played song by a female artist by Billboard. We saw a rise in bands in the 90s. You gotta remember that while there were a lot of vocal groups in country music, it was not common to see a ton of bands who played on stage and recorded the tracks in the studio. Blackhawk, Confederate Railroad, and The Tractors, all three, perhaps some of the most unique sounding bands in the 90s, were the ones to beat on the charts. Each of those bands would sell 2 million copies of their first records. And at just 18 years old, Mindy McCready, her debut album 10,000 Angels, would stay 
on the charts for multiple years and score four top 20 hits, including the number one Guys Do It All the Time, a 90s staple. So that makes Alan Jackson, Travis Tritt, Trisha Yearwood, Blackhawk, Confederate Railroad, The Tractors, and Mindy McCready tied for the sixth spot on the list of best-selling debut albums of the 90s. When John Michael Montgomery released Life's a Dance in 1992, he quickly became country music's hottest superstar. Ballads like I Swear and I Can Love You Like That would score Grammy nominations, and it would propel his first album to sell 3 million copies. Faith Hill would also hit 3 million with Take Me As I Am, and eventually she would become one of the best-selling country artists of all time, with over 25 million records sold worldwide. At number four, after a tearful final tour with her mother Naomi, Winona went on to announce her first solo release. The record label suggested to drop her last name Judd, simply so her records would be separated away from all of those classic Judd CDs. The self-titled Winona was a multi-genre hit. No One Else on Earth was remixed for pop and adult contemporary radio, and she scored three number ones at country radio, and the album would be certified five times platinum. Dina Carter had already found success in Europe when her debut record Did I Shave My Legs For This was released and repackaged with different songs for the US version. Strawberry Wine was the lead single and it became a country music staple. It would land nominations for Album of the Year by the CMA and sold 5 million copies. A special 25th anniversary edition of the album was released in 2021 and it had re-recorded versions of the title track and Strawberry Wine that featured special guest Sarah Evans, Martina McBride, Lauren Elena, Ashley McBride, Terry Clark, and Vince Gill. And you can check out my interview with Dina about that album on this podcast. Just search for the Dina Carter interview. At number three, it's Brooks and Dunn with their history-making debut album, Brand New Man. It would go on to sell six million copies, and all four of the record singles would hit number one. A great start for a career that would secure a spot in the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2019. Leanne Rimes became a pop culture sensation with the release of Blue, her debut album released in 1996. Her song The Light in Your Eyes was set to become her first single until disc jockeys and country radio heard Blue and they began playing it instead. That led to one of the biggest breakthroughs in country music. She would become the youngest person to win the Grammy for Best New Artist and the album would sell 6 million copies, tying her at number 3 on the list of best-selling debut country albums of the 90s. Billy Ray Cyrus's Some Gave All sold an astounding 9 million copies, and it stayed put at the upper part of the Billboard all-genre chart for several years. Singles like Could Have Been Me and Where Am I Gonna Live were top 10 hits on country radio, and Some Gave All has become an anthem in country music, and it still sees really strong airplay around patriotic holidays. And we have reached the number one spot. It's an album that inspired a lot of girls to pick up instruments, an album that was considered a flop, when it was first reviewed by Country Music Magazine, something the magazine took back years later. Wide open spaces from the chicks added fire to country radio, and it was part of the female dominance of the late 90s. It would be named the ACM Album of the Year and spawned hits like You Were Mine and Tonight the Heartaches on Me. And just two years after the release, they would receive their first nomination for Entertainer of the Year. It would become the only debut country album of the 90s to achieve diamond status. That's when an album sells 10 million copies, and to date, the chicks have sold 13 million copies of this iconic record. That wraps up this episode. I hope you've enjoyed 
taking a walk down the musical memory lane. What albums were your favorites from that era? There were so many good ones. Reach out to me on social media with your picks. I'm Amanda with Country Music Road Trip Podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram.